there, welcome to the Food Guilt to Food Freedom podcast. I'm Emma, a dietitian specializing in disordered eating and eating disorders. If you've been dieting your whole life and feel swamped with guilt and shame by the world of diet culture and influences, you're in the right place. On this podcast, our mission is to crush confusion and give you tips and strategies to build a better relationship with food and your body. To get started, you can snag my free lunch builder to help you plan an action, a week of lunches that curb binges and fuel workouts. Head to emmaquokdietitian.com slash freebie to download it now or find the link in the show notes. Hey everyone, happy Wednesday and thanks for deciding to click on this podcast to tune into today and it might not be Wednesday for you, if not, happy whatever day it is. Um, But in today's episode, I am going to be talking a little bit about the nutrition hierarchy pyramid. Um, And if you haven't heard of this before, we're going to go through what that is. But I'm going to help you guys, I guess, identify what particular level that you might be focusing on at the moment. And then what is the actual level that might be more helpful for you to focus on, um, depending on where you're actually at. To explain the nutrition hierarchy pyramid to you, I'm going to attempt to walk you through it verbally, but if you do want a visual um, representation or you learn better that way as I do, I'm going to link a photo of this um, for you in the show notes. But essentially, the nutrition hierarchy pyramid is made up of you know multiple different areas that people often focus on, um, but the bottom of the pyramid is really what is most important and then the top of the pyramid is what is probably the least important um, until you've set up those foundations. So very similar to a pyramid, you know, if we're focusing right on the top but we haven't built out the foundational bottom part, it's not going to be a very stable, I guess, relationship or um, nutrition principles that you're building upon. So at the bottom of this pyramid, we have having a healthy relationship with our food and our bodies, um, which I think is often the most neglected thing and something that's not really um, discussed or strived for. The section above that on the pyramid is kind of our general nutritious fueling principles, which I'm going to go into more detail. The one above that might be where we might start to look at like macronutrient and micronutrient balance in a bit more detail. Above that, it's really like maybe meal timing becomes more important if we really fleshed out all the things below it. And then finally at the top, we have supplements, which I often get so many questions about and people have a real hyper focus on here um, without addressing what is below. If you're someone who has probably identified that you could be working on your relationship with food, it might be something that you've actually been putting off um, because you might have thought I've got other goals that I'm really wanting to focus on or um, they might be related to the gym or they might be related to you know a it might be your wedding coming up for example um, or you might have a big event coming up and you feel like you can't prioritize working on your relationship with food because you have these other um, pressures or you know physique or performance might be a big goal for you. So it might feel like all of these can't live harmoniously together. Um, And quite often I'll hear, oh, you know, I've heard intuitive eating can lead to weight gain um, or it'll impact performance. So I'm going to walk you through why perhaps working on your relationship with food isn't going against your, say, performance goals in the gym or why it's actually maybe the exact first step that you want to be doing. 
We're going to take a deep dive now into each um, section of this nutrition hierarchy pyramid. And I'm going to start right at the bottom, which is building a healthy relationship with food and your body. So having this should really come first because it underpins everything above the the pyramid and it's going to form a really good, strong and long-lasting foundation for you to build upon. If you're not focusing on building this up first or you have a lot of disordered eating tendencies and a history of even maybe an eating disorder, lots of the stuff above can tend to slip and turn into something a little bit more sinister and take over, which often leads to either underfueling um, or binging, for example. And we can think about it like this. Essentially, we are building your forever home, right? Your relationship with food and your body is what you are like essentially it's like laying down the foundations or the bricks and if we don't spend time and care laying down that slab cementing in the bricks and slowly building up those foundations of your house it won't be a very good home to live in once you've put the roof on and you've decorated the inside um, because the structures are really weak so in that same breath if we're not working on building um, on building a good relationship with our body we can't really expect these real results that are going to last you long term. If you were, for example, constantly telling your partner how awful and worthless they were or how many parts or qualities of them you despised, do you think you would have a really strong and foundational relationship? That's a good way to think about it. And I really hope you probably answered no. Um, even if you don't have a partner, you can think about it within a friendship. We are These things take time. Um, and it's really those micro positives across a long-term span that is going to build out a really foundational um, either relationship when it comes to your food and your body or others. No one ever really felt better or got things done by shaming themselves into doing something. So if you're coming into nutrition from a place of shame or feeling like you really need to change your body, that can make it really, really hard for you. Um, this stuff and building on this level does take time, it takes patience, it takes conscious effort because our reflexive brain will automatically go to the negative in order to protect ourselves. Um, but I do promise that working on this foundational part is really worth it and that's where you're going to see real change. If we're not working on this, you know, our, ha our house that we've built or our home might crumble down later down the track. Um, even if we feel like we're really sort of on track at the moment, the chances of falling off the wagon are going to be a lot higher later on. So let's, I guess that's why this section of the pyramid is so important. Step two of the pyramid is the one above, which is our general nutritious fueling principles. Now, when I talk about this, and if I'm quite honest, if most people just worked up to this point and got this stuff down packed, you'd probably be really okay in terms of living your best life and eating optimally. This tier here includes, I guess, ensuring you are eating adequate amounts from all the different food groups. We're eating a variety from each one as much as possible. And we're including perhaps lots of color across your day um, in a way that feels really enjoyable for you. So of course, like everyone's this that I'm describing is going to look different because we have different budgets, we have different um, food preferences, we have different medical conditions, all that kind of thing. So um, 
this tier here is really ensuring that you are also fueling your training adequately. So if you're here, you're probably doing some kind of training or um, we also want to be making sure that you're eating properly afterwards to facilitate your recovery and your repair process. So you can really get the most out of all your workouts. So we want to be fueling life, but also fueling our training and therefore fueling our performance overall. So not just in the gym, but you know your energy levels, how you perform at work, how you perform within um, your relationships, all that kind of thing is underpinned by these things. Here's the thing though, this stuff that I'm talking about really isn't sexy. <laughs> it doesn't promise you fast results, 700 vegetables in the pill the size of a cornflake, or the false promise of burning your fat off while you sleep. And that's why you don't hear it much, or when I talk about some of this stuff, it's not that appealing. Because <laughs> this stuff doesn't sell, telling you that it takes time, it takes effort, you know, it takes um, a conscious re rewiring of the brain. Feels and sounds hard because it is not an overnight fix. These foundational principles, though, number one and two of what I've already discussed, will really, though, optimize you in the long term. Um, and it does take, yeah, that time. It's really not particularly flashy. I'm a strong believer in long-term support because it does take time to make changes and turn things into consistent, ha consistent habits. So if you have the right supports in place, it is something that you can be working on. The third tier of the pyramid is where we come into sort of macronutrients and micronutrients. And realistically, if you have point two covered in terms of general nutritious fueling principles, it's likely this part of the pyramid will naturally be about right for you. Too often, I am seeing people way too focused or jumping straight to number three though. Um, and that's where it becomes problematic because we haven't, I guess when we look at macronutrient breakdown alone, it doesn't tell us the full story about how much nourishment we are getting into our bodies. Of course, as well, when it comes to this um, tier of the pyramid, perhaps if you are competing at a higher level or you have really specific performance goals to meet, it may now be worth tuning into this part in a bit more detail. But again, we are, I guess, even in my experience, I am constantly assessing whether that is the right approach for you and what type of relationship or history you've already had and your experiences in this realm to determine whether or not it's a suitable approach for you. So we may want to make sure we're actually eating the right makeup of macronutrients um, overall. And, you know, when it comes to pre and post workout training, that might become more important as well as throughout the day. But this doesn't have to mean weighing your foods or tracking your calories if that doesn't work for you. So again, it's going to be different for everyone, but we can utilize other ways of measures in terms of maybe it's portion sizes, hand measures, plate principles, and other mealtime strategies to help you hit um, these properly without it turning into an unhealthy obsession. The tier above the next and the fourth one in the nutrition hierarchy is meal timing. So if you have point one, two, and three in check, then meal timing may start to have more of an influence on your performance. So this could include ensuring that your meals and snacks are spaced out appropriately, say before and after our workouts. 
Um, although, spoiler alert, you actually don't need to be sculling your protein shake as you walk outside the gym. <laughs> the meal timing windows are um, not as concise as that. Um, and I won't go into it in heaps of detail in this podcast, but I guess we just want to think about how, you know, is is this kind of one of our big focuses and have we worked on the tiers above, or sorry, below? Um, or are we really, you know, yeah, like... <laughs> Are we doing a bit of that um, unnecessarily? So it also might mean taking up like uh, an intra-workout drink or snack, depending on the type of training you're doing and how long you're training for um, to ensure that you are sustaining kind of your fuel tank while you train and allow you to perform at your best. So yeah, this stuff um, is kind of definitely more on that higher level approach. So yeah, just having a reflection where you're at personally. And then the fifth um, part of the pyramid right on the top is kind of where supplement sits. Now, I also want to preface that there's probably more tiers that I could have added to this um, hierarchy pyramid, but I think I've just kind of summarized it into what I most commonly see people focusing on. So right at the top, finally, we have supplements um, and supplements are not always like good or always bad they're quite a complex topic but they may play a role and they may benefit you if you have the rest of the pyramid intact okay and this will depend on many factors um, including kind of the evidence to to support certain supplements your own personal medical conditions um, deficiencies or personalized nutrition needs that you have and whether or not they realistically have a place in your day So for example, if right now you're really focused on taking your creatine powder every single day because you heard it can um, give you that extra booster for your training and performance, but we aren't even fueling our bodies adequately, it's really likely that creatine is not really doing much at all. Um, So for example, if you hadn't had tier two of your pyramid, which was the general nutritious fueling principles in place, but you're smashing creatine powder every day. You really want to be thinking about what it's actually doing you, um, doing for you, and you know, very likely you're kind of just flushing money down the drain. Okay, um, so yeah, supplements is probably a whole topic in itself, um, but definitely one that if there is a lot of interest, we can do another podcast on. Hopefully, this podcast has helped you clearly see the nutrition hierarchy pyramid and helped you kind of reflect on what stages are you super focused on and if you're focused on some of these um, higher tier levels do you feel like you have the bottoms and the foundations of your pyramid fleshed out if you're still on the fence about whether you really need to be starting at the bottom of the pyramid and working your way up I want to list off a couple of other reasons that building on your relationship with food and your body first will still benefit probably your performance in the gym overall and your long-term success. So number one, you can probably truly curb and stop binging if you are focusing on this level at the bottom alone. Um, quite often, we I will see people use the higher tier levels to, as, a, as a means to try and control it, but they're missing that really bottom foundational part first. Um, the second reason is that we can stop crash dieting all the time, okay? Um, and we can really get 
um, I guess, break that cycle of that yo-yo dieting um, where we get extreme hunger waves, then we get binging and then we get, you know, low moods and all that kind of thing. The third point is if we're spending more time on those foundational things, we generally are going to be spending less time thinking about food all day, um, which means that you have more brain capacity and brain space to focus on your training or on your performance or on other stuff that's actually going to move the needle for you or other fun stuff in life. Okay, It doesn't just have to be around training and performance, but in the context of this podcast, we're kind of focusing on that. The fourth thing is that if you fuel your body properly, you're going to feel physically and mentally better. And if that is the result, you're probably going to be training better as a, as a result um, because it, it feels better. You're actually eating enough to support and fuel your training. And then you're probably going to be getting more out of your training and making more gains within a session as well. And the final real benefit is that when you have those two, probably those two foundational parts in place at the bottom, so that's the relationship with your food and your body and the general nutritious fueling principles in place, if those top um, few tiers are actually then important to you or where you want to go, you can actually focus on them and have the capacity to address them properly and in a way where you're going to see that long-term success and those long-term results. So hopefully this podcast has been helpful for you to summarize. We have gone through the um, the nutrition hierarchy pyramid today and we've gone through um, from the bottom all the way to the top in terms of level of importance of what you need to be focusing on with the bottom being a healthy relationship with food and your body. Number two, general nutritious fueling principles. Number three, macronutrient and micronutrient balance. Number four, meal timing. And finally, right at the top, we have supplements. So I want you guys to hopefully just take a reflection today and think about what part of the pyramid have you potentially been focused on? And if you have been focused on that part, have you gotten all the foundations below it um, in check? And if not, what is the part that you need to be focusing on right now? Thanks so much for tuning in with me on today's episode. I'd love to know what you guys learned or what small skill or strategy you could take away and try today. Please don't be afraid to DM me on Instagram. If you've enjoyed it or found it useful in any way, I would so appreciate if you can take a spare minute to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify as it helps me get the word out about this new podcast. Thanks again, team, and I'll see you at the next one.